Yeah, I guess push right back, Charlie. Thank you very much for that, Ian Wright. With that being said, folks, I can take it from here. As usual, people deluded, I'm back again. We have to have manners first thing. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And of course, wherever you lot are, people, good night. Uh, American Guna, plus one settings, man. Uh, appreciative of all of you lot tuned in. The transfer business is getting a, is alive and kicking. You know, Arsenal seem to be getting a move on. It seems like Kai Havertz is more or less an Arsenal player and we're making progress where Timber's concerned. Fingers crossed, obviously, Declan Rice and a couple of others. I'm sure you've all got a bunch of opinions and you can bet your bottom dollar that I'm, you know, keen to hear your thoughts. So let me know your thoughts on potentially Havart signing for the club, on potentially Granite Xhaka and or Partey departing and anything else, people. Any talking points feel no sort of way. Twitch gang one love. Don't forget 4.30 we're playing FM. Make sure you're following on Kick on Twitch and on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, smash the like button, people. So yeah, welcome. I appreciate that. Appreciate the, the nice welcome, my guy. So yeah, What's K saying? Let's just get behind him now, innit? But I tell her if it don't work. Listen, if it don't work, there's L's in it. But I do think, you know, you have to give Havarts in particular the opportunity, you know, whether whatever you believe about him, he's definitely not the first and won't be the last player to sign for Arsenal Football Club or any other football club that polarises opinion, really and truly. It's not where you start, it's where you leave. And to be fair... Arteta has shown his bottle, rightly or wrongly, he stood by his decisions. You know, he gave Aubameyang the new deal, then ripped it up, rightly or wrongly. You brought in William for big money, that's your L. Cedric the same, Marie the same. But when he signed Odegaard, not everyone was convinced. When he signed Ramsdale, not everyone was convinced. When White walked into this club, not everybody was convinced. So I hope it works out for Havertz. It has to. You're 24, you're going to sign for around 65 million odd quid. You're going to be on over 200 grand a week. You come here with Champions League pedigree and also being a German international. Now it's probably about refining your game. While I like the fact, you know, you got the Benjamin Whites, potentially Timber, you know, uh, Trossard, Martinelli, Zinchenko. There's a bunch of players at our football club that can play a bunch of roles, but, you know, they can master one. I'm enticed to see what Havarts does, but I don't know where you fit in at this moment in time, apart away from being a good option for the squad and stuff like that. You need to work on your finishing. You need to work on your timing of runs, even though I think you do that quite well. You need to stay on side and he needs to fill out a bit, you know, he, he needs to discover himself because what is he? Is he a nine, a false nine, where he almost exclusively played for Chelsea last season? Is he a 10? Can he really play left-sided eight if Xhaka is to leave? 
I don't know. You can play all of these roles, but what are you? So hopefully the 24-year-old signs for Arsenal and it is what it is. Now, you'd imagine, regardless of what Arsenal spend this transfer market, 65 million is a hefty chunk and a healthy chunk of, of, of what we're doing. So I don't think this is a snap decision by Mikel Arteta. Maybe it's a market opportunity. Havertz has said, I want to leave. He don't want to sign a new deal and we can't turn it down. Maybe we've had our eye on potentially doing this for a while. Either way, Mikel Arteta has to make it work. I'm sure you've seen the videos I've done on Havertz in the video I dropped earlier today. You know, one thing I will give Mikel Arteta is you look at Odegaard, you look at Saka the last two years, you look at Martinelli now, you look at Smith Road the season before last, they were dropping double figures in the league and in terms of goal scoring and Xhaka's somewhat found his goal scoring touch. So whatever training he's doing with them, man, do it with Havertz and we're laughing really and truly because Havertz's goal returns are, are a bit meaty. I do think Havertz could actually fit in with Arsenal, but I remember and I can't really forget it. A few months ago, Mikel Arteta said, we need to be a team that can score 100 or goals, right? And we probably did that in all comps. But in the Premier League, we got 80-odd. Can Havertz get us over that line? Obviously, the other players need to do their job. And if we were to bring in another front man, I would have liked someone who's more organically a striker, someone who can physically hold up play, which Havertz, he does win a decent amount of headers. He is six foot plus. I wouldn't say that's the strength of his. The grind is real. And with supporters like yourself, how can there not be, man? 65 million for a waste, man. I mean, he's going to have to just prove you wrong. Hit the like button on your way and shout my YouTube members. See, is doing me dirty on time. Finally, let's make sure everyone is coming in and hitting the like button. As she said, why on earth have we signed him? Mikel Arteta's got a plan in it. I'm not going to lie, I'm disappointed in signing. 65 million is a lot of money for someone who hasn't shown much in three Prem seasons. Hope Arteta can mould him into something useful. There you have it there. Not having this is good business, irrespective of how he ends up performing. I'm not going to lie in a circle. If he does his job, then it is good business. I feel you because us, City with uh, Kovacic, obviously Mason Mount, if he goes to United, we're kind of helping funding the Chelsea rebuild and a bit of dodgy Saudi Arabian dealings over them sides as well. I hear it, but if it works, no complaints. It has to work though. It has to work because I think when you look at Declan Rice, obviously that's another conversation, but I think everyone can see that's a level raiser. That's a very good signing for our football club. Lavia, if that happens, you can see the angle with the potential. Timber addresses an area we need. Havertz, I'm not going to say he doesn't address an area that we need because he provides depth and complements the squad, but he's rough around certain edges. And not everybody who is a rough diamond is going to polish those edges really and truly. And Havertz has got to hit the ground running, really, if I'm honest with you. It has to work. I feel like with a large proportion of Arteta signings, he's managed to draw out their potential. So all I can do is be optimistic and trust in his choice of players like Havertz. Big up, DG. Smash the likes, people. I think Arteta is going to do some magic with the boy. I really do hope I am wrong. I think we all hope I'm, we're wrong, man. Balogun has shown his worth more than Havertz. I mean, Balogun, it looks like he's keeping it moving. I've, I've offered my thoughts. I'd love to keep him. Somehow, I think all these annual player sales from Chelsea to Arsenal are part of some money laundering scam. We put more effort into signing this duffer than getting Rice and Caicedo, I despair. We don't necessarily know that, but I can understand why you're there. It's great to be live, Daniel. CeeLo, one love. You said, boy, he's here now. Muller and Ozil regen shouts need to manifest. He's no longer shy, Havertz. I love that you love the channel and I love your support. Too expensive to be a flop, man. What is Arsenal thinking? My God, it has to work. Rice, Havertz and Timber is another really good window if we keep one of Xhaka and Partey. What's happening, everyone? Got one more week left in Makanos. I think that's in Greece. I can't pronounce that. Big up you on the holiday, man. You don't need to listen to me waffle about Arsenal. Go enjoy your holiday until the evening, man. DG, do you think maybe Jorginho seen something in Havertz on the training pitch and told Arteta to get him? I think Arteta is signing Havertz off his own back. But naturally, you're going to speak to 
Jorginho, what is he like as a person and all of that jazz and any other angles, you know, I can't actually remember if, if David Luiz, for example, or William were there when Havertz was there, but you naturally have the conversations really a bit like Declan Rice. I'm sure Arteta wants him, you know, and he wants him off his own back. He's had his own conversations, but you're going to Arch Ramsdale, Benjamin White and Cole. What's he like in England training? And that's going to play a minor part, but it helps to paint a picture on the person as well as the footballer. I think we overpaid and we should have focused on more important signings. To be fair, I agree. But at the same time, if we're getting this rice deal over the line and the timber thing over the line, then I'm here for it. Shy Havarts to Arsenal to facilitate Caicedo. I love it. Can't wait to agenda Caicedo. Arteta not listening to who us fans want should do well. I think Ode I think Havarts is a backup to Odegaard or Jesus as we're trying to get rid of Eddie. I don't know if we're trying to get rid of Eddie. Daniel, one love. I don't understand why you bought Havarts or why we're going for Mount. What's Chelsea bring better than both of us and finish ahead? I speak for yourself, man. After potentially Rice, Timber and Havarts, what is the squad missing? I still think you need, you know, I don't think Rice can be the only central mid. I know Havarts can play everywhere, but I think you need two centre mids personally. I still would like a right-sided centre-back or a right-back to go with Timber. I know he can play right-back in centre-half, but still would like a bit more of, of depth there, if I'm honest. I would like an organic target, man. You know, Balogun's probably not going to get his opportunity here. Havertz, another Pepe signing. Of course, I liked the, better yet, not even goals, Daniel. Goals uh, that Saka scored for Arsenal, for, well, for England. 50 million plus 15 in add-ons paid over three years for a player that Chelsea paid 94 is a bargain. If he does the job, he's a bargain. If he doesn't, it's brazy. Fans ain't going to have patience for him. They're going to expect him to hit the ground running. It's true, man. But at the same time, you're going to have to do what they're doing. As a Chelsea fan, I'm shocked this transfer is happening. He had to go. If it doesn't work for Havertz at Arsenal, it's going to be a sticky one. It is because you're going to be on over 200 grand a week. You sign for 50, 60 kind of million quid. You're going to be on the contract for a big moment. You know, hopefully he can show his potential so that there's resale value and you can just do the job with an Arsenal shirt. Or if not, it's an expensive failure. There's no way around it. South London, one love. K, one love. Uh, a man said he missed he missed the elite intro, man. Again, we'll play that at the end. Tavares, Laconga, Cedric, William, Vieira, Marie, all Arteta signings. Only ones that banged were Ramsdale and White. Zinchenko and Jesus were proven winners. Helping Chelsea is terrible business no matter what. Lavia and Madison. The, the Madison bolt where Arsenal's concerned is gone, man. Big up Sandro as well. Lavia, Caicedo, agendas must be pushed. I'm here for it. Pepe, episode two to be continued. I mean, Havertz has a chance. I'll give him an opportunity, but you need to hit the ground running. I don't know where you're going to play, how, you're gonna, how it's all going to fizzle out, but it needs to work, in it? You play in the Premier League. You keep, you know, you keep being described as someone that can play everywhere and Arteta likes your versatility, but the articles keep saying forward, forward, forward. So I assume you're going to play up front. You know, I hope you've got the, you know, positive sort of, chip on your shoulder because Chelsea have got rid of you. You don't want to sign a new deal. You could have taken, you know, you could have went by Munich depending on the fee and Real Madrid the same, even though it looks like both them clubs weren't prepared to pay what Arsenal prepared to pay, which to be fair, if them clubs want you to go with Arteta, they must know something really. 49 likes, people. Come on, what's all of that? Havertz off the ball work is fantastic. For the majority of fans and the trust that has been installed, this signing has to work for the faith we have in both Arteta and Eddie to keep going. I hear that. Havertz will work. I'm actually sure it will. He will not play as a lone striker. We don't play a lone striker anyways. He'll leave off... He'll leave a further back. I think you mean he'll ever sit back further in midfield or if he does play up top, it'll be two-man with Jesus. I don't think you'll see that. As a Chelsea fan, 70 million for Shai Havertz is crazy. Only showed why we brought him in a handful of games. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't know what you are. 
But I hope you've, you know, in terms of your age and your profile, you've got a lot of experience that could be utilized at Arsenal, but it has to work. Admittedly, even myself, I'll give the man time, but out of all of the signings we're linked with, provided that, you know, we get Havertz, we get Timber, we get Rice, I'm missing somebody else out. Uh, Havertz, I think I've said Havertz. I haven't really got patience for Havertz. I'm not no agenda thing, but I, it needs to work in it because I'm I'm not for it. I'm not really against it. I can see the angle. I can see why Arteta wants it, but I can also evidently see the concerns. But the beautiful thing about football is you do the talking on the football pitch. No one cares. As I said, it's not going to be the first or the last signing for any Premier League team or any football team that isn't going to polarise opinions. I would like Declan Rice to walk in the door. And even on that, really and truly, at least and assuming the right still goes goes through and we don't know what that's going to be said, Kai Havertz is going to be Mikel Arteta's biggest signing in an Arsenal as Arsenal manager. So we're going to have to see, man. In a circle, good point. How many Teta signings are proven worth the money, but all of a sudden Havertz will work. Fans just say anything. I think you should have all the optimism and... and um, and the concerns as much in the world. I don't think you can bury your head in the positive sands and I don't think you could just sit here and be negative, really. I think you just have to see how it plays out and we praise or critique fairly, man, if I'm honest. DG, what made you sit up and take notice of him in his Leverkusen days? Because there must be a video in the archives. I mean, because he's a very talented player, what impressed me, and there is a video, what impressed me with him is he plays with his head up, he, his ability to win fouls. He did team, tend to, them times, they're kind of edge out to the right-hand side and start dribbling more. I still think he's a bit... I think the finishing needs to improve the most because he gets in the area. Um, he gets in the areas, but he doesn't finish. Like, I've, I've actually done a video. I haven't released it yet. I need to make a thumbnail where I was actually just watching highlights of his. And that'll be out for you lot to do that, man. Pressure on polarising silence. Let's get it. Bold FC. Rise to City and Zubamendi to Arsenal. Future looks dark. I mean, I'd be happy with Zubamendi. Really and truly. The reason I see Jesus and Havertz as a front two is because of how similar Arteta is to Pep. At times this season, City have started with a 4-4-2 out possession that turns into a three at the back with an extra man turning into midfield when they have the ball. One thing that I think is, you know, I think we need to copy the City thing in that obviously, you know, Declan Rice would be our Rodri. Timber slash Benjamin White would probably, you know, would be, you know, the Kyle Walkers of this world. Basically, City have four centre-backs and arguably if you throw Rodri in there and Stones, they've got a lot... That's the sort of angle I think we need to be able to do in games. I think we need to be able to go expansive. Dzinchenko's of this world, fancy triangles, inverted fullbacks, all of that stuff. But there has to be a time where Arsenal, it, we're in the trenches, really. And as much as I like Arteta's system and what we're doing, I'm not going to sit here and lie. It, you know, While I think it's solid foundations, at times last season, players came in and done quite well. But also, a couple of players were missing. You know, Xhaka against Bournemouth, for example. You know, Partey when he went missing. Fair enough, Eddie and Ketty, Eddie and Ketty did a great job. As whatever you say about Tierney, we lost a lot with that. And obviously with Saliba, anytime your system in this day and age is contingent on a player not getting injured, while I think it's a solid foundation, is it really? Injuries happen. I've got a lot of sympathies and time for Arteta. Injuries are not one of them. And that goes for every manager of every football club, really and truly. Unless, uh, unless 10 of your key players are out, really. And it's an abnormal circumstance, if I'm completely honest with you. So this is what we need to learn. So let's, see, let's just get stronger players. Simple as that, really. 32 goals and 152 appearances. No, it's not really numbers like that, is it? Really. I don't think... I think Zubamendi probably stays at Sociedad or goals Barca. And Ketty on the market. Are we creating room for Balogun? One minute is Balogun leaving Dennis Eddy. I mean, considering Balogun's got a two years on his contract, Eddy and Ketty has just signed the new deal. It all depends. It seems like Eddy and Ketty, I don't think he's happy to sit on the bench, but he's more accepting 
accepting of his role. Balogun wants to play a bit more, really. So it all depends on whose stock is really higher. Balogun's where, yeah, it's only one season. He's got 20-odd goals. But if you put him on the market and Eddie and Ketty are, Who's more likely to recoup a better sell-on fee, really, considering Eddie and Ketty has signed improved wages as well. And as decent as I think he is, he is a decent player, nothing to write home about. He ain't really got a strong catalogue of goals. He hasn't done what Balogun's done in that he's got 20-odd goals. I do think Eddie and Ketty could go France and do that respectfully. But, yeah, his finishing is awful, man. It's awful. But Arteta's shown with a couple of players you can get something out of it. So it's going to have to work. It's going to have to work. I'll save my judgment till after he's played a couple games for us. Havertz for Chelsea doesn't necessarily equal Havertz for Arsenal. I hope it's to Germany, Havertz. If he turns out to be good, then no one will talk about the price. And that goes for everybody. Simple as that, man. Simple as that. American Guna, I don't know what it is, but I can't see your WhatsApp when I go on your number, you know. 65 million is crazy, 45 mil max. I mean, it don't look like they quite agree with you. You know, I know we all turn into pocket watches and things. I would say Chelsea are somewhat laughing. If a player's made it clear he doesn't want to sign a new deal, while they've taken a hit for a player that's made it clear he don't want to sign a new deal, with them needing to allegedly sell players for FFP and rebuild and all of that, Chelsea have got good business. And obviously, I hope Havertz does all right because half of the players we've signed from Chelsea, the Galaxies, the Lasana Diaras, while I think David Luiz was a lot better than I expected, the same goes for Petr Cech, you know, the Williams. Jewelry still out on Jorginho. It's mixed success to put it nicely, isn't it, really and truly? As a Chelsea fan, I'm shocked this transfer is happening. He had to go. If it doesn't work out at Arsenal, it's going to be a sticky one. As you said, it's going to be a sticky one, man. An absolute sticky one. But psh, Arteta's going to have to live or die by these decisions. I can't lie. I'm worried about the way we do business. If Eddie is not planning to play in the champs, sell him and play Balogun. I hear that. K guarantees. I don't know if Kai Havertz guarantees anything, man. Balogun wants more playtime because he's the USMT main guy. I mean, I believe that as well. But I also believe it's like, bro, it's like being a crackhead, isn't it? Not that I know about that. The minute, you know, they've been exposed to that drug, they don't want to go back to it. That's what young players are. Young players are starving for football. My man's sharing a pitch with Neymar and Bappe, Messi, scoring goals, fans chanting your name living the dream that you've been working for years and years to play and you've got a taste of it. I don't think he's demanding first team football. I think he wants clarity as to where he ties into the team and then he'll take it from there. And Balogun and a lot of these young players, they have to look at their futures now without any romance. What can I do to be a better player 12 months from now in which who's probably made more progress, Balogun or Eddie Nketiah? Balogun, because he's played more minutes, really building on the Middlesbrough stuff. And with uh, with Balogun, there's a lot to consider. I wouldn't rule out him staying, but I think he's going. You know, you've seen Havertz come in, who can play a bunch of roles, much less up front. Brought in uh, Trossard in January. That's two players that are now your teammates that weren't there last year. Obviously, Martinelli can play there. Recently signed Jesus. You've still got Eddie and Ketia. So that's about four, four or five players. Not saying Balogun can't play ahead of them, but minutes are currency. And whether you're a striker, a 10, a winger, there's only a certain amount of attacking players that can be on the bench. We're still being linked with wingers. I personally don't think we're going to sign one and we can put the Musa Diaby shouts to bed, but I don't know. Pepe, Tavares, Holden, El Nene, Cedric, Eddie and Ketio. I don't think I'd sanction El Nene leaving. You know, I'd let him leave on the free unless an offer arrives, really. I think we should keep him for the squad. I mean, if Ka if Partey goes, you go for Caicedo. But I think it would be suicidal to let Granite Xhaka and Thomas Partey go. I think we need that experience, really, and the rotation options. Really. Eddie Nketiah is Premier League proven. Is he really? How many games has he played? 90 minutes. How many goals has he got? I think he's a developing player. I think his hold-up play is going well. I think he's quite underrated by Arsenal fans. And some Arsenal fans can be disrespectful to him. I believe in what you're saying. But... 
I do, you know, if Balogun was, you know, if you swap it and Balogun did what Eddie Nketiah did this this season and Eddie Nketiah was over there in France, what are we saying? The reality is with Balogun, you know, as much as I think he's developed and he's come a long way now and I think he's here to stay, you've only done it one year. Can you do it again? If Arsenal sell him and he doesn't do it again, people are going to say, boy, we sold him at the right time. If he scores and does his thing, you know what they're going to say. And likewise, if he stays at the club. Personally, I think too many conclusions are being drawn on the player as much as I like him. But yeah, man, good thoughts, people. Keep them coming in. We're going to get into the news in a sec. I would send Eddie on loan to a championship side. I can't lie. If Eddie's going on loan to anything but a top five European league, shot him. Really, keep party for one more season. I wouldn't say Eddie's dead. Nothing to write home about. I saw Balogun live versus PSG was a handful. His general play could still come up a long way, but it, it, it's developing. Balogun's at the right stage of his career. Didn't really turn up too many trees at Middlesbrough. In many ways, there's no such thing as a bad loan because you were exposed to first-team football and them things there. You've taken that and done quite well at Reims. So, you know, Arsenal, any other players that we need to loan out, Reims should be one of the first people we call. They dealt with him well. Never rated Eddie, to be fair. Should have never got the number 14. I don't... I, I think it's a mockery he got the number 14, to be fair. Reports saying Partey wants to go to the club... I think you mean the club doesn't. I understand you don't want players who don't want to be here, but it's too risky. If he wants to keep it moving, keep it moving, man. Trust the process on the Havart signing. But I trust as far as I can see, man. I don't blindly trust. I, you know, I comment on what I just believe in it, really. I don't believe in blindly being negative or blindly being positive. Hey, but I told Pepe he's Bandulu, you know, Lacazette. I told people he would never score 20 league goals for Arsenal football clubs. Look what he's doing in France. So there is a bit of a French league tax. Let's be honest, if you want to push on Eddie, he's not that guy, of course. You know, Eddie doesn't strike fear into the opponents, to be fair with him. I don't want to seem like I'm criticising him. Eddie should go on loan to Brentford on loan with an option to buy. One of Balogun and Eddie and Ketty has to stay in this squad. Man are talking about keeping Balogun. The, reason, the only reason we want to stay, he wants to stay is if he starts, which means he benches Jesus. Never going to happen. Cashing on him like Willock. I hear that. Really? Havertz is a 10 and can play 8, bro. Well, hey, he's going to have a lot to learn to play that eight role. He can sit at home in the 10. You're right. And I do think Arteta will use him as a false nine. He'll probably play everywhere. But again, you know, you want to see Havertz lock down one position and then be adaptable. The same kind of said for Smith Rowe, Fabio Vieira and Odegaard. I think they could all play in that eight role. So we're getting a multifunctional squad. We have spent 120 million on attackers, Jesus and Havertz. Really, just on them two. Be a lot more if you can see the trust side, etc. And we still still don't have a reliable goal scorer. If this goes wrong, Arteta is getting all the blame, rightly so. In the same way, he should get all the praise. But that's 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 um that's the unfortunate life of being a manager. When things go right, it's the players and everything. When things go wrong, he's the first one to look at, really and truly. William Gallas taking the ten. I don't think Eddie and Ketty are holding the fourteen is as bad as William Gallas because one thing I've, I might criticize Eddie and Ketty's ability. I've never had to criticize him as a person or his morals and things on a footballing standpoint. That prick who relaxed his hair and wore number ten and was the captain in a disastrous end to the campaign can suck his mum really and truly. If I'm honest with you, buying Leverkusen days as a ten, he was magic. That's great. Now it's Arsenal days. You have to be lit. I wouldn't mind keeping party for a season, but I can understand selling him. Also, Rice and, and Lavia can sustain personally, but that's me. I think they're two good players, but I think we'd fall short, really, at losing that experience factor. Then you're relying on Jorginho. With Declan Rice, maybe you could hide Jorginho's shortcomings. And for as much as I like Jorginho and his experience and all of that jazz, there's only certain games, let's be real, that, that Jorginho thing can run, essentially. Jorginho's a fair weather player. You bring him in for certain games and to manage certain things. He's not someone that I expect to see start 
10 consecutive games for the club. You're a voice in the dressing room. You're a good leader, all of that jazz. Certain games you can mock it. You know, we lost to City. He was one of the best players, but these are not really guys you want to see on a consistent basis. You do need him. People come on, get the likes up to 100, subscribe road to 100k. What is funny, you can't be critical of signings beforehand and hope he turns out good. I slandered the guy for two years. Can't switch up so easily. Of course you can. He signs for the club. Shameless settings, man. Shameless settings. I don't know what you said there, Red Fire, but yeah, man, the English there is terrible, blood. Respectfully. You lot need Havertz to bulk up and get some muscle. It's too weak for the Premier League. I mean, if we're saying this about a 24-year-old, go eat some food. Take Fabio Vieira with you while you're there as well, if I'm completely honest with you. I mean, Havertz ain't that, though. I don't know why we're buying Chelsea's want-aways, in it, But you're going to have to put up with it, really and truly. Havertz can play all of those things, but he needs to be able to lock down one thing. There's no being able to play everywhere if you're not really that effective in one role. I do think, on paper, we've got a better system than Chelsea. We're ahead of our project. Obviously, we're a better attacking team on paper, regardless of what Poch does. I don't think a single attacking player thrived in the Chelsea system. So those are taxes we can give to Havertz. Havertz needs to improve in front of goal. That's the major error, if I'm honest, regardless. Because there is a lot to like about him. I like his movement. I like how he peels out to the right-hand side. I like how he plays, how he plays. But there's certain rough edges that really shouldn't be attached to a seasoned German international or Champions League winner. And it's going to have to flush out sooner rather than later. But it does provide depth. But it has to work, really and truly. Like, it has... It, there's, there's, there's no... You already know what fans are going to do in it, really and truly. With that being said, folks... Let's get into the let's get into the headlines and all of that. Partey's actually been linked with Monaco as well, folks. Draw whatever conclusions you want to draw there. Do you think West Ham are briefing the media about United and City to drive up the price from Arsenal? Yeah, because I think Arsenal are filtering things to the press. I think West Ham are. I think probably Declan Rice's camper and any others really and truly. And that's nothing isolated to these clubs or the player. That's just the business, really. As I always say, what the papers are saying and what's actually happening in the footballing world are two different, very different things, man. 100% agree changing the whole midfield is a risk. I do think Arteta will surprise us and use Havertz as an eight. We'll see. Made second highest number of runs into the box. Personally, I really like Havertz. Nice to see that there's something there. Havertz's overall game will fit Arsenal, but he's weak and don't score. Get him to the gym. Do what needs to be done. Him, and as I just said, take Fabio Vieira with you, really, because, again, I don't think... You should always write off a player, but I think not everyone you persist with is going to bang. If Fabio Vieira, you know, if Tommy Asu is not able to stay fit for another year, if Fabio Vieira in his own little way doesn't assert himself, then if we're, if we're still having the same conversations this time next year, I think we all understand where I'm going with it, in it really and truly. So we're going to have to deal with that. But let's get into the, the the paper talk and all of that sort of stuff, people. Keep your thoughts, etc. coming. Looks like our second signing might be Timber by the looks of it. Get him in. Fabio Vieira is a decent player, but you just need to assert yourself. Arsenal agreed deal in principle to sign Chelsea's Kai Havertz, says David Ornstein. Arsenal have agreed a deal in principle with Chelsea to sign forward Kai Havertz for a fee in the region of £65 million. The Athletic reported on Wednesday morning that the clubs were working to finalise the structure of the impending deal, including potential instalments and add-ons. Personal terms are in place and a medical for the attacker will follow in due course. Last week, it was reported Arsenal had made an opening proposal to recruit him. As you know, Chelsea need to trim their squad. He got nine goals in 40 
47 appearances across all competitions for Chelsea last season. Since joining Chelsea three years ago, people in a deal which could have reached all the way up to 90 million. In 139 appearances for the club, he bagged 32 goals and got 15 assists. As well as trying to get Havertz to the carpet, Arsenal are working on a deal to sign Declan Rice. We all know we have to prepare a third bid. So we'll have to see exactly what's being done. Sammy Moltbell has said, Kai Havertz will complete move to Arsenal. Guaranteed fee is 65 million. Add-ons take the total fee to 67.570 million. Personal terms agreed, a minimum of 11 million a year. And going on with that, Arsenal are set to seal a 65 million move for Chelsea star Kai Havertz with personal terms agreed on a 210k a week deal for the German forward and a medical will happen in days. I think Chelsea are the real winners right now in this deal. You know, if if, if Havart shows his quality, then it is what it is, really. Um, but psh, 65 million guaranteed, kind 60 to 65 million guaranteed on a player that weren't going to sign a new deal helps them with the rebuild. I don't think Chelsea are going to miss him unless he does a mad tick at, at, at Arsenal, really, truly. Arsenal are set to complete the sweep for Kai Havertz after agreeing a fee that will guarantee Chelsea a minimum of 65 million. As we know, people, we made a verbal offer to Chelsea on Tuesday worth up to 60 million. In the last 24 hours, this deal has, has accelerated and a package for Havertz will see Chelsea recoup a guaranteed 65. So if they get 50-odd for Mount, 30, 40-odd for Kovacic, obviously the money that we're talking about for Havertz, bunch of their players are getting flogged off to Saudi Arabia. Chelsea's structure starts to look a bit better and I'm sure Poch will love that so they can start doing other things. And, you know, my man Pulisic and hudson Adoy's days are probably numbered. Arteta, don't get any ideas about hudson Day because that one, the Wolves will be out for me. The deal includes additional add-ons that will inflate the final fee to between 67.5 and 70 million. He's agreed a long-term contract. People, he'll earn a minimum of two... Uh, to 10k per week so our wage bill is starting to look a bit better you know on paper two players linked with moves away Pepe needs to go party could go they're near the higher end of, end of the spectrum with that being said you'd imagine the Sackers the Martinelli's the Salibas are going to be pushed up there Rice and Kai Havertz if and when they sign will probably be there as well the players reps have been in close contact with Arsenal's reps over the previous 48 hours knowing that an agreement was close Havertz will undergo a medical in the coming days before signing his contract nice to see whether you like him or not that we're trying to get a couple signings them in early really and truly 60 million could have got you Madison, but no, we buy the next Robin Van Persie. I'm not going to lie. I don't know who said Kai Havertz was the next Robin Van Persie. Keep your thoughts coming. It seems like the thoughts are very polarizing. DG, 50 million is not that much in today's market. Mudrick and Anthony cost more than 80. Enzo cost more than 100. That's true. I hope the Timber deal's done, really. But until you see these guys holding shirts and I grew up watching Burkamp and Thierry Henry and all of this jazz, it's worse. Really and truly, you know, it, it just talking points for us on a fine day like this. Appreciative to all of you lot. Um, again, at this point, we'll be saying the same things. But for what it's worth, Chelsea were looking to extend this deal. So if Chelsea wanted to keep him, if Bayern Munich wanted him and Real Madrid wanted him, and for some reason, them two European clubs walked away, that could be an alarm bell. But no matter what we think about Havertz, there's got to be something in the lad, isn't it, really and truly? Uh, apparently, ESPN hinted that as well as operating as a number 10 or an 8 in Arteta's starting 11. Ooh, that's interesting in the starting 11. The club plans to use Havertz interchangeably in any of the three attacking positions at the top of a 4-3-3 system. And obviously, our players are not City's players, but Gundogan plays all over the place. Kevin's played all over the place. Foden's played all over the place. Bernardo Silva's played all over the place. As long as you can do it, do it, innit, really? So let's see what's going on, man. I don't, I'm not really convinced in your abilities as a number 9, but... Arteta, you're the guy and you have my faith. You know, Havertz, boy, 
You look at the signings in recent years. I don't know why Petr Cech isn't here, but in 2019, we got David Luiz. 2020, we got William. 2023, we seem to be getting Jorginho and Kai Havertz. Will, they, will he be a double agent or will he do the business? Only time will tell. Arteta is convinced that Kai Havertz has huge potential and can develop at the top level in the Arsenal system. Havertz only wanted to join Arsenal. Was it so you could stay in London? Fabrizio Romano has said Havertz has been crucial in talks as he only wanted to join Arsenal. Well, on paper, for all the interest, Arsenal's the only offer. Real Madrid stepped away. Bayern didn't bid anything. Arsenal have bidded. So I don't know where we're at with that. He had no plans for what it's worth to go back to the Bundesliga. Maybe Arsenal's project was that enticing or he's happy to stay in London. Gave the green light to Arsenal 10 days ago, right after the project was presented. Arteta's convinced that he has huge potential and again can perform to a top level in the Arsenal system. Um, once again, you know, just echoing the same thing. Kai Havertz is a hybrid player who could be sensational in the right system. Analysts here of what he will bring to Arsenal's attacking midfield comparisons with Burkham. All right, listen, calm it down. Calm it down. Relax. you got a long way to go before. How dare you? Sam Dean, how dare you? That must be Burkham's son. That could never be Dennis. Let's calm it down. I hope that them, them comparisons could be true, but let's relax a bit and be respectful. Arsenal will pay Chelsea 50 million in free installments for Havertz, plus 15 million in add-ons in a total package worth 65 million. Allegedly, people were closing in on the deal. Sources feel it will be done slash sealed this week. Personal terms agreed. So if we've agreed a fee, personal fee, if we've agreed personal terms and we've agreed a fee, it's just a case of doing a medical. Uh, apparently, only Bamford performed worse on expected goals than Kai Havertz. To be fair, Havertz needs to improve his finishing and Eddie and Ketia scored quite high at that. But Chelsea couldn't attack last season. So there's a bit of tax. There can't be, you know, as much as I may be convinced or not convinced on Kai Havertz, there's got to be a reason. Raheem Sterling, him, everybody at Chelsea struggled. Really. Um, as you can see, Havertz departs Chelsea with 19 league goals and 91 appearances. So if he's not going to play as a striker, then it can waffle less about assists than that. But... It's not the best, in it? Last season for Chelsea, had the most shots, most shots on target, most chances created, most aerial duels won, most possession won in the final third, most final third passes, most duels won, most flick-ons, most lay-ons. A lot of that is irrelevant and a lot of that could be screwed because he simply played the most games or whatever. But you could see in a couple of that as to why Mikel Arteta might be tempted. This could potentially be our front three. We need to wait until Kai Havertz is, is signed. We are hopeful for Declan Rice. And obviously, Martin Odegaard looks like he might be signing a new deal. Havertz will be Arsenal's first signing. Deal will be completed in the next few hours. 60 million guaranteed, says Romano. 5 million in add-ons. Long-term deal agreed. Hopefully, a four to five-year deal. Medical tests have been scheduled and he will sign his contract this week. Documents are being prepared. Um, when you look at his movement, he, you know, he ranks second in the Premier League for runs, third for attacking runs, runs challenging the back line. He does make a good run off the ball, really, and, and late runs and early runs into the box. But the finishing, I, there's, I can see why Arteta would, would like the guy, but the finishing is what needs to improve. Runs challenging back line, fifth runs targeted by a pass, second total distance run. I'm not going to praise a professional footballer for running about, especially an attacking player, but... Read into that what you will. Arsenal to submit third Declan Rice transfer offer as West Ham await Manchester City decision. Arsenal are expected to return with an improved bid for Declan Rice after having a second offer worth 90 million. Smash the like button, people. Rejected by West Ham. The Gunners' latest offer for the Hammers' captain is understood to have been an initial 75 million plus 15 million in add-ons. West Ham are holding out for at least 100 million. Arsenal are confident that Rice wants to join them, but West Ham are in no rush to sell the 22-year-old midfielder. Any 23? 
23-24 now as they wait to see if Man City firm up their interest. Rice is now on holiday after England duty, but Arsenal will continue talks with West Ham as they seek to agree a fee. Personal terms are not expected to be an issue. Arsenal have made Rice their top summer transfer target. We're also working on deals to sign Kai Havertz as we've been rambling about and Timber of Ajax. Arsenal will make further additions to their squad if there are outgoings. Partey could depart for the right price, but only if Arsenal can find a replacement. Lokonga needs to bust out, whether you're going to Burnley or back to Palace, just just cut my guy, you're not the guy. Jorginho's rejected the chance allegedly to return to the ser to Serie A people and be reunited with Sarri allegedly. Apparently, you know, we're preparing a third improved offer for Declan Rice. As we know, Xhaka is probably waiting for the green light to go back to Germany and Leverkusen. We're also targeting Caicedo, even though equal reports say we've moved away and we have been linked with Lavia in the few last few days. Though any future moves depend on player sales. Arsenal are looking to offload Partey instead of Jorginho. Jorginho has a contract with Arsenal until the end of next season and the club have an option of a further year. He has told friends he's comfortable in London and keen to make a success of his stay at Arsenal, having joined in January. So we'll have to see how that one develops. Once again, Havertz is set to undergo a medical people. Chelsea had been reluctant to sell this summer, but the German international was unwilling to sign a new deal and had just two years left on his current contract. He now just needs to simply put undergo a medical people. So we'll have to see. Really, I wouldn't say his time at Chelsea was a failure because from a selfish point, he won the Champions League. But he's hardly, you know, he's hardly, I mean, he is a household name in football, but he's hardly done what many in world football, let alone Chelsea fans, thought. So let's hope his his luck at Arsenal is a lot better. Monaco allegedly are interested in Thomas Partey. Well, I swear Monaco, you earn tax-free money. One minute it's moves to Italy, then Saudi Arabia, and now Monaco. For what it's worth, though, he's attracting interest from Monaco and a whole host of other clubs. His contract runs until 2025. There's interest from Saudi Arabia, Italy, and Monaco. Monaco are likely to be in the market for a midfielder. They did look at Sambi Lokonga. Nah, Lokonga's better than Partey, bro. Take him, take him. Well, 20 million, take him. Partey's not good. I'm telling you, Lokonga's delirious, as is Tavares. Pepe's sick as well. You might as well just take him. This is said Man United could rival Arsenal for Declan Rice and they're prepared to offer Harry Maguire or Scott McTominay, players that have been linked with West Ham already. We'll have to see what's being gone. Hopefully Declan Rice stands firm on his willingness to join Arsenal and hopefully we get that move done, people. But reportedly, United are ready to rival Arsenal in their pursuit of him. So again, in the last couple of hours, City links have re-emerged. United have been re-emerged as Arsenal are preparing a third bid. I do believe all these three clubs are interested, but are things being leaked to the media? Is it to try and, you know, create anxiety? I don't know, people, but it is what it is. West Ham have rejected two bids. Until the man signed for Arsenal, everything goes, everything's up for debate. And I'm sure everyone would love to have Declan Rice, really. Uh, but yeah, Ten Hag's team has been linked with, with potential swap deals. Whether West Ham go for that, I don't know, people, but you'd have to read into that. And like my guy, Different Knocker said, you know, on this United stuff, who, you know, just to consider this, who wants you to know this? Why would a club source leak this to the media? What benefit does it serve West Ham to have this information out there? And to be fair, David Sullivan is a chatty patty, isn't it? As soon as the, the big up West Ham on winning the Conference League, he was ready to chat off his mouth and say Declan's going. Apparently, Chris Wheatley and the boys at, at London World, sorry, have had something to say. They're saying Arsenal are on the verge of a green deals to sign Havertz from Chelsea in addition to Timber. We are waffling about Kai Havertz. So I'm going to skip past the Havertz stuff, people. Um... 
Arsenal have also agreed on personal terms with the 22-year-old right-back Timber. Sorry, this is putting me off, people. Who is set to make a £35 million move from the Dutch Giants Ajax. Although the exact fee is still being negotiated, there's confidence a deal for the Holland International will be finalised in the coming days. In other news, West Ham have once again rejected a bid from Arsenal for such. Uh, apparently, you know, it's expected that Gundogan joins Barcelona, which, you know, as I said personally, I think Caicedo goes Chelsea, Gundogan goes Barcelona. Not that I know anything, it's just... Yeah, apparently Timber has indicated his desire to join Arsenal to the new Ajax manager and he, the Ajax manager understands the enormous appeal. I would love, you never really find out the details. Now, I know these are summer deals, but I'd love to know when Arsenal first started talking to Havertz's camp, Rice's camp, Timber's camp, etc. Because I'm sure you all remember Timber was at the FA Cup final, a player that was linked with Man United last season. Apparently, Timber wants to join Arsenal. An agreement with um, Ajax is expected for 40 to 45 million euros, people. Apparently, Timber and his family and his agent all attended the FA Cup final between City and United in London early this month. It was there that talks with Arsenal were held in secret near Wembley Stadium. And it just shows you never know what's going on with all these clubs. He wants to join Arsenal as his move was prepared in detail in the last weeks. Ajax are in negotiations with Arsenal now with the agreement expected to be between 40 to 45 million. It'd be nice to beat United to one because Lissandro Martinez would have been decent at our club. Timber once again has his sights on Arsenal people. Timber allegedly is only concerned with a move to Arsenal at this moment, with Bayern yet to make an offer for him. And it's highly questionable whether he would join the Germany, the German giants anyway, after watching former teammates Gravenbeck and Mizari struggle in, in, in Bayern. Doesn't mean you will, but something to consider, really. You know, while I think Timber's, you know, you can't actually say Timber's going to start week in, week out from the jump because you've got Benjamin White and Saliba, but I want him to come with that mentality. I don't care what Benjamin White's on. I don't care what Saliba's on. We're a family-orientated club, but we're not here to make friends. I want to play football. I am trying to make sure I'm in the Dutch team going to the Euros. And the same goes for Saliba and Benjamin White. Obviously, it gives us more adaptability and more options because it's a long season. A week's a long time in football. So I imagine 38 Premier League weeks and obviously the Cups and the injuries and the loss of form and, you know, the crazy games. The Man United's at home, the Aston Villa's away, the Bournemouth's at home. These things happen, innit? Apparently, we've already had a £35 million bid rejected and are yet to get close to Ajax's €60 million Euros asking price. But it's believed, once again, the clubs will find an agreement. Personal terms with the player are allegedly already sorted, with Timber offered around 150k uh, uh, per week on a five-year deal, which is good for him. So we we'll have to see, man. And it seems like we're Declan Rice, we're Havertz and we're Timber. We're the only clubs at this moment in time that have placed bids. A bit like for all the talk with Caicedo, it came out the other day. Chelsea, a few weeks ago, put an offer on the table for, for Caicedo. So what's being spoken about in the media and what is actually happening in the footballing world are two different things. As we've seen, it, allegedly, the Timber thing's been weeks in the in the making. And I know every journalist has said he's on the shortlist now and everybody's known about it. But um, until 48 hours, 72 hours ago... No one was saying Timber to Arsenal. So what is being said in the footballing world and what is actually happening in the footballing world are two different things. 99% chance Gundogan is a new Barca player, medical already done with a two-year contract plus the option of another year. Except for a crazy twist, everything will be complete. Fair enough, really and truly. Apparently, Tim's uh, big up my guy, uh, Giles, man. Apparently, Timber's twin brother has actually sent him a picture walking through this. He's probably running Bants, but, you know, you've seen them in London. And, yeah, he was spotted in London with the FA Cup. 
for the FA Cup final. We were linked with Gravin Betch, probably more linked with Liverpool now. I expect to play more minutes than I did. I thought I would get more chances. It's just about wanting to play. That's the most important thing at my age. I hope it'll be at Bayern. Otherwise, we'll just have to look further. I mean, I hope he's dissing Bayern Munich in the in the WhatsApp to, to, to Tim Button. But look what we're doing with this youngster thing. You know you want to arrive in England, man. You know, living in Bayern, living in Munich, Munich, lovely city, but London, man. There's babes here for you, you know. 150 grand a week. You know what you could do on a night out with that? Come to the Emirates, my guy. Apparently, PSG have a buyback clause for Xavi Simmons of just 6 million euros. My word. And it can be activated in July from, from the first of the month to the end of the month. The final decision is only up to the player he's waiting to hear from Paris Saint-Germain. Allegedly, Manchester United, Arsenal, Brighton, Tottenham Hotshite, uh, Borussia Dortmund and Leipzig have asked to be kept informed, people. Once again, Gundogan is going to Barcelona. And we were linked with Chuck Wheezy, people. Um, so I just clicked on this article. Apparently, he has a he has a price tag at Villarreal for 40 million euros. So we'll have to see. Apparently, Milan are also looking at Reese Nelson, who's allegedly going to sign a new deal, and Watford's Ismail Assar. Let's see if there's any other names apart from Timber, you know, Timber, Havertz, Lavia, and Declan Rice that we've actually been linked with, people. Well, there you saw Timothy Cassange there. Did I actually refresh the page? I didn't even see. But yeah, we're to submit as well, a third bid better yet. We've been linked with Lavia, as you lot have seen before. Balogun don't want to leave on loan. We are looking at Lavia and keep saying that. So it's more or less the same things. Timothy Cassange with Timber, you could probably put that to bed unless Arteta wants to be greedy and have overcover. We've called our interest on Kaiseido, which I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd actually really like Kaiseido at the carpet, but it doesn't appear that that's going to be something Arsenal is going to do. You can't do them all, can you? So on that note, that seems to be the transfer segment, people. But I'm just trying to get through that. So let me see what you lot are saying. As usual, big up you lot, whether you're on Twitch or YouTube, people. It's always appreciated. And my Twitch gang, don't forget, 4.30, we're playing Football Manager. Make sure you're following on Kick as well. 143 likes. Keep it going, folks. Timber is class. Creativity, he'll have more space at Arsenal as the other guys are dangerous. I can see him possibly gaining confidence and getting back getting back to his best. One thing I would love from Havertz is he makes a lot of runs, you know, he makes he makes that, a bit like Smith Rowe, he makes that early run towards goal. That means the Odegaard and them guys there can kind of vacate, uh, take advantage of that vacated space. Or, you know, Martinelli and Saka who make lovely runs off the ball. Havertz, who's a bit more cute and clever with it and less aggressive, can take advantage of that. Didn't play great against Colombia, needs to step up. Now, who are you referring to there? Havertz has had five managers. You're telling me only Arteta can get the best out of him? That's copium settings, mate. I never said anything, but if he's had five managers, they can't all be wrong, really. But at the same time, that's not his fault. Chelsea have been quite turbulent. Has he really had five managers? Tuchel, Potter. Yeah, well, you can include Poch. I don't know, man. Saudi, come and get El Nene and hold him, please. I hear that. I hear that. Havertz at his best was not making Kroos in the Champions League. He's young. I don't see why he can't get that back. I hope so, man. I listen, I hope he can. Thoughts on Lavia? Get it done. All I'm saying is we best get rice. Amen. Cheers, DG. What's the final for Havertz? I think we've done that. And apparently we're in talks for Lavia, but it doesn't appear that there's anything else. I, I think we all help, man. Pretty sure Henri said he reminds him of Van Persie. My memory serves me. Probably could be wrong. I mean, apart from being left-footed... Uh... And in a high technical level, shout out Northampton Town, mate. I think if Havertz was 27, 28, it's a terrible deal. But at 24, I can see the logic in some way. Wait, get Timber and Rice in next. David Luiz was not bad. He just had bozos like 
Mustafi alongside him. David Luiz wasn't as bad as I expected, but he was still crap. Let's be real. He was, um, you know, he was obviously a good member for a fact. You know, he was a good mentor, mentor for the younger players. He was a lot better than I thought, but he gave away a hell of a load of penalties and he was ultimately error prone. So let's be real. David Luiz never cut the mustard, man. I would say Havertz is more Van Persie than KDB. Havertz wants to stay in London, same as Rice, both advantages for Arsenal. The only advantage is if he helps us, really. Let's have some faith. Arteta plans always work. Do they always work? They, I wouldn't say that for any manager, but yeah, man. I have some faith, man. I wouldn't add Jorginho just yet to the list of Benjamin White and Ramsdale and Odegaard. I'd be happy with Mason Mount. These guys bring nothing but death at a premium. To be fair, when we was linked with Mount, people were waffling and doing the same things. If I'm completely honest, will Arteta prefer him to Jesus? Hope not. DG, all the stats that you were reading are perfect for the Jacaro. I hope so, man. Havertz makes sense as there's zero cover for Saka. Hopefully he can develop. There's enough goals spread within the team. Kai Sado and more defenders are needed. Too many goals conceded last season. I agree. My only problem is I can't say for a fact that all of these players are going to score their goals. I think we will, but I can't say for a fact. Like if it was a Harry Kane, um, a Haaland, uh, you know, a, a Salah, really. You know, the only one I can kind of have some confidence in beyond blind optimism, assuming that they're turning a corner is Saka because he's done it in the last two years. I don't know if, Smith Rowe, who has scored double figures before, Odegaard and Martinelli, who did that, Xhaka, who not double figures, assuming he's here, got eight, nine goals or whatever. I don't know if they're all going to score goals next season. So I think goals aren't necessarily a problem, but I also think they are. But I agree with you in that defence wins titles. You know, you look at the season before last, we scored 80-odd goals in the league last year. Before that, we scored 60. While I think Arsenal have improved a great deal defensively, we did not keep that many clean sheets last season versus the year before. And ultimately, you know, that's not just down to the defence, that's down to the whole team. We've we've probably made less individual errors, but they've still evidently been there. Um, clearly, you know, we need to improve on the transition, our game management at times. We're not really the most street smart of, of, of teams on, uh, on occasion. Xhaka was making those late runs a lot, and since he lacked that mobility, he couldn't score. I think Arteta will continue to use him to cause chaos. We all know why Partey's leaving. I don't know. Any, I don't know why Partey or anyone's leaving. Arteta has to get the best out of him. It's as simple as that. You don't get the best out of it. What are we doing here? Bread's been spent. And let's, let's cut the crap. Arteta's spent a lot of peas now. You know, you've had, you, you're you getting the players, you, well, not all your top targets, but you're getting to work this team in your own way. And rightly so. You, you got a second last year. We need to keep going. I'm not going to hold Arteta or any players to standards that I don't think they can achieve. We haven't solved the squad depth. If we let party leave, we might even bottle top four. West Ham moving dumb, are they? Because the quicker they get it done, the quicker they get it done, the quicker they get they get Declan Rice's future sorted, the more they can build on. But if you're West Ham, you probably want to take your time and diver and hope that, you know, the cities, the Uniteds, maybe even Newcastle and, and whatnot of this world. Um, bid for the guy. Hey, big up yourself, A, for that. Apparently, to keep going with Thomas Partey, Romano has said, I understand Saudi clubs are prepared to pay 40 million in installments to Arsenal for Thomas Partey. He's a concrete option for Saudi. His exit is possible, as revealed on Sunday. No decision yet on the player's side. He also has approaches from Europe. No new deal talks at Arsenal. So this probably will be his next last season. But that's probably, that's probably going to Saudi Arabia is probably the only chance Arsenal have of recouping something close to what we initially spent for Partey. We have to sign to... I think if Xhaka and Partey stayed, we needed two centre mids. I don't think Declan Rice is simply enough if Partey leaves. Yes, Declan Rice could probably just fill in that sixth row, but it's just one guy. 
you know, really. Then you're reliant on him and El Nene and Jorginho who's got to play that differently. And how much time is he going to keep doing the same things and expecting different results? He'd be silly. He'd be he'd be he'd be silly not to want to bid him all. He'd be silly not to. They'd be silly not to want to bid him all. Fifty million for Timber and Lavios gonna cost, man. Whether we like it or not, we have Havertz. Just hope Arteta can change him. If not, we can hold Arteta accountable. Appreciate that, Peter. What's that tip? Timber plays like Saliba, calm and decent passing with good pace. I mean, I'm extremely biased to Smith Rowe. Appreciate you lot. Keep me updated on anything that emerges while we're speaking. Preach this is why I love these. You tell the truth. Don't believe the media BS. Wait for the facts. Appreciate that. What we saying, Timber and Tape. What? Yeah, bro. You're cooking, bro. You're cooking. Bring Saka with you. In fact, now, Saka, you stay at yard, man. You stay at yard. You're a good lad. You're a good lad. You're a good lad. Yo, DJ, off topic. But have you seen Newcastle link with Tenali? I mean, it's Tenali today. It's Barella the day before. Big boy stuff, really, for them, really. The drain should have got Caicedo for now 100 million from Brighton and Rice would be the engine room for the next 10 years at the club. I mean, I don't think they'd be at Arsenal until they're about 34 years of age, but I get that. 40 for part A, take that, take that and go back in for Caicedo. Why not? But I still think we need the experience. I would love Javi Simmons. Are you take are we taking 40 for part A? Maybe if I could have a conversation with Arteta and he shows me this is what we're going to do in midfield. I'm going to do this with Rice. I'm going to do this with Havertz. I think we need two sixes. I think we need two sixes. If I'm completely honest with you. I am more warming up to the idea of letting Partey go, but myth, man. How much up front? Who are you referring to? Do you think Declan and Lavia is enough for our midfield? Not really. I think in years to come, yeah. But I think we've got to take time with Lavia. In, you know, at least Declan has played over 200 times um, for West Ham. This is Lavia's debut season. And if you saw even the last game of the season between Liverpool and Southampton with the silly... Anyone makes mistakes, but the silly pass he basically set up. He's got a lot to learn. He's only 19. This is his debut Premier League season. And respectfully to Southampton, signing for Arsenal, you're going to be under the microscope a lot more. So, yeah, man. Kai is top quality and only 24. Don't forget how Odegaard transformed. Doesn't mean that's going to work out for everyone, but I agree. Do you think us getting Havertz means Javi Simmons won't be a target no more? Indirectly, yes. I don't... I think there's a... I think there's a want to get... There's a want to uh, obviously get Javi Simmons, but I think it's not really a priority if I'm completely honest. American Guna, one love for gifting out five community subs. What a guy. Boy. What, so what happens to Vieira? Well, you're on the bench or you're a peripheral figure until you show Arteta otherwise, really. You know, I would love for Fabio Vieira to look like a decent number eight. And as much as I don't, I'm starting not to rate Lokonga, for him to look like a decent eight or a six, we might be looking at our whole opinions where midfield is concerned a lot differently. I think what needs to be spoken more is the fact that just over a year, Arsenal have taken talent that were almost certain going to rival clubs. Just shows how quick your perception can change. Really? Who? Why can't we go for Madison? Doesn't appear that we're there for it. I, You know what? I think Milinkovic-Savic is a great player and I'll take him at Arsenal. But I think the, the lore and the illusion of him is a lot more enticing than the actual player. I think a lot of people that waffle about him don't actually watch him, if I'm honest. Signing of the summer for me is Arsenal getting rid of Holden. Holden can stay if, you know, 
I don't mind holding staying on the basis of you go into all the schools and talk with the little kids. You do the charity events, you know, you do the media stuff, you do your voice in the change rooms. Who knows if what, depending on the level of the team in the FA Cup or the League Cup, you might get two appearances, but it's time to move away from that. Appreciate the super chat, my guy. Kai is top quality and Arteta revived him like Odegaard. I, I mean, I think we need to settle before the man's actually signed for the club. Yo, you reaching Rebel this year. What's Rebel? What's Rebel? What's, what's that? I don't know what that is. Blink twice if you are. What's that? I don't know. I don't know. I just stay at home and make YouTube vids, bro. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah, man. I do think we'd be a bit short. Nelson signed a four-year deal to play FA Cup. Max can't see him getting more than five minutes left of game time. Trossard starts before him. But, hey, it's that, just like Eddie and Ketty, you can only blame yourself now. At least it means we can get some fees if these guys, you know, want to leave the club. Sell part in Xhaka, get Rice, Lavia, Caicedo. Short memories and no patience. We literally just went through this with Ramsdale and White. This manager has earned our trust. Nobody's earned my blind trust, but I agree with this. Not going to lie, this is confusing and worrying times. Timbo will replace Partey, let Eddie cook. I mean, he can play in midfield, but I don't quite think that would be the case. I mean, they can buy him next season, but it would mean Lavia spending a year in the championship. Leon have to do a fire sale. Still would take my guy Kakare, would take Cherky. Is it Lukeba? Wouldn't mind him. And I do like their young striker with the cane rolls. I don't think he's ready at this moment in time. You man weren't in the convo last year. What, really? I'm not too sure on that. People like holding a Maguire are mean players and cannot be retained by clubs looking for big honours. I mean, Maguire is better than holding, isn't it? Like, it's not that hard. Rice and Timber. Both were meant to be heading to United and Chelsea. That's true. But I think you look at some of the players we've signed, that kind of dispels that point. Arteta also signed William. It's true. Arsenal sucks, bro. Not a lot, not as much as your mother and sister, but boy, it's cool, bro. <laughs> you know, I guess we're learning from them. Jezzies. Oh, Nelson is a game changer. And for me, he's proven that he can be trusted to start some game. I mean, Nels, let's be honest, Nelson's a wild card. Nelson's done well with the opportunities he's got, but you're not gonna last season when Smith Rowe was coming on. And when Nelson was coming on, just like against Bournemouth, Arteta was out of ideas. He's shown that he can get some more opportunities, 100%, but he hasn't shown that enough past that, if I'm honest. And I love Nelson. Why for that? But we're going to have to accept that. You say get a few, but Arsenal just put themselves in a hard position. Lower teams ain't going to pay 100 uh, to pay the wages of Eddie and Nelson 100k. It's true, but we do you, do we really think they're getting 100 bags base salary? Base salary is probably hell of incentives. It's cool, man. I don't. I shouldn't react to trolls. Times have changed. Back in 2016, we signed Mustafi. Don't remind me of that guy. I like him as a person, but I can never forgive you for being in a big, big final at Wembley. Uh, Aguero, sorry, is chasing down on, on our goal. You're still at the halfway line putting your hand up. You muppet. Why is the club taking a, a risk on Kai Havertz for 65 million? I mean, I'm sure Arteta, there's probably better ways to spend the money, but because Arteta's probably shown enough to convince. And there's been some concerning sign, signings by, by Arteta. There's also been some good ones. So I'll give him the luxury of critiquing when I see certain things and praising likewise. Every player, in my opinion, gets a chance. We still don't have a striker that carries that pedigree of 20 plus. Hopefully, Jesus and Cole can get there. Part of his time is up. I agree. It's the right time to cash in. About that. But when you still have players like Enketia holding El Nene, Nelson, Renison, and Pepe, it makes no sense. On my life, I forgot Renison was there. 
who remembers one of DG's first vids of him fuming about Ganabri? Good old days, man. I appreciate your support, Ganabri, Benassia. I think fans always waffle about players, young players leaving the clubs, but I honestly believe Ganabri, Benassia. I think the club did all they could to convince Musa to stay, but he wanted to go to Valencia and it's been vindicated. It would have been nice to have them all, really. Sorry for hitting the mic there. I don't know who Havertz display displaces in this current team. Right now, our strongest 11, I can't see it. I like Right now, I don't see it. If, we, if, if the Premier League started tomorrow and everybody's fit, I can't see it, really and truly. I can't see you playing ahead of Odegaard. If Jack is still here on paper, can't see that. Can't see you playing ahead of Jesus. Not going to play off the left or the right, but go and prove me wrong. Go and make something happen, man. Havertz getting sold for £65 million after getting bought for £70. He scored 30 goals. Our own Pepe scored 25. Can't even sell it for 10 mil. Very interesting. Boy, I trust in Arteta. He must have a plan, but I'm worried about the lack of depth if Partey leaves. Boy, any, I, I see a comment about racism. Any racism mods, please, you know. No need for that, is it really and truly, you know, quite despicable, but people are going to be cunts, man. Him and Fab are going to be bench buddies. Psst, I hear that. Arteta made a lot of useful players too, since y'all forget. Yeah, I mean, Pablo Marie, Arsenal fans were very easily amused by him. Psst. Vlahovic worth the risk maybe on loan. It seems like the Vlahovic boat, at least where we're concerned, is past us, man. It's past us. Like That one day is gone now. You can never rule out anything, but I just can't see it. Rice, Lavia, Timber, Havertz, Caicedo wins us the league. Disagree. I think signings are half the job. I think there's a lot that we need to do on the training ground. Mentality, game management, street smartness, wanting clean sheets as much as we want to score goals, not being that, not being as susceptible on the counter-attack. These are the things that will see us win games. It's not always about how you are at your best. At our best, we can give anyone a game. How are you and your worst? How do you can control yourselves mentally? Because men mentality, as well as anything, made us drop points at Liverpool. Made us drop points at West Ham. Actually saw us struggle in hindsight at Aston Villa, at, in the Man United game and the Bournemouth game. In isolation, these things happen. It's football. But the signs were there. Ultimately, what led to Arsenal's demise at the end of the season, they were there. Games like Brighton away, where it's one-way traffic, where we're conceding dumb goals. Until we are known as one of the best defensive sides in this league, we're not going to win a league. Look at City, one of the best historical defensive sides. It, you know, I never really got the praise, even when they got 100 points and all these things. What is Pep doing now? He's more or less playing four or five defensive sort of minded players. Defence wins titles. And, and again, our first attacker is Ramsdale. Our loss, our loss, sorry, our loss, our, lo our first attacker is Ramsdale. Our first defender is Jesus. It's all a unit. West Ham Central allegedly said, we suspect the rumour of Man United entering the Rice race with... Arsenal with a player plus cash deal could be true. West Ham would consider Maguire and McTominay in any deal. That would drive the price down. Havertz given Xhaka role, he won't be on the bench, that's for sure. I mean, then it becomes a case of how does he tie in with Declan Rice, really and truly. Benjamin White displaced Tommy Asu, depending on the plan. Havertz can displace someone from the start. He left. Of course he can. Saliba's injuries killed off Arsenal. No, they didn't. They played a massive part, of course, but other teams have suffered defensive options and done well. You know, clearly... We've got better attacking options than defensively. But why when Jesus got injured, we still done something? I've, 
Saliba's injury just highlighted our frailties defensively. While again, don't get me confused, we have improved defensively in comparison to what we've been for years. But if we're talking about going after a league, getting into trophies, well, the latter stages of, of cup competitions and trophies, defensively, we're not good enough. And that's not a criticism. That's undoubtedly a fact, really. Like, just watch my team. People comparing Odegaard, but forget the fact that he showed improvements every loan spell and we got to test the waters before signing him. Havertz has been in the Prem for three years and done nothing. That's true. But, you know, even though I agree, I don't think just because one player struggled, I don't think Arteta can save everyone that hasn't reached their full potential. Odegaard's joining in January, six-month loan spell. He was written off by a lot of Arsenal fans and he still gets a lot of flack. You'd imagine Rice is going to take Partey's role now if Partey's going to keep it moving. I wonder if if Partey leaves, we now let Xhaka run down his deal. Who knows? Alvarez does his thing, man. Depth wins leagues. It's, a, it is, it's firmly that now. Are we playing FM today? 4.30, my friend. That'll be on Twitch. I trust in Arteta, but he must have a plan. Oh, but I'm worried about the lack of depth if Partey leaves. Interesting thoughts, man. Very polarizing opinion. No one's right, no one's wrong. The get the, the 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 only thing that matters is how it works out. Winning the Champions League means hell of a lot, really and truly. But it doesn't go beyond that. You didn't you didn't do that, Arsenal. You know we've got people with pedigree now. You know, Jesus and and Zinchenko. While they ain't got a Champions League trophy, we've seen what they've won in their cabinet. Havertz has done his thing, but he didn't win that alone. And again, yeah, you scored, but there's still evident areas of of problems. We can't just hide behind the fact that a man's one sign. Kai Havertz is a bum. I don't understand why we're signing him. To be fair, it's not for you to understand, really. It's for Arteta and hopefully it works. I think Havertz will fit in, but man need to stand out for the money we're spending. I'm a bit optimistic on Havertz, but I'm also extremely sceptical. But I'm just waiting to see how it works. Kai, for me, will make it work at Arsenal. Just imagine the runs he makes. Imagine the creativity-wise. Havertz is good. Timber, for me, will give us what Saliba gives us, that calmness and pressure on the ball. And would allow, you know, it's, as much as I've just waffled about, it's about enhancing the system in the starting eleven. When injuries or people come out of the team, as we've seen, we're very volatile. We drop several levels. We need to find a flooring. And if Timber can do that, if a fit Tommy Asu can do that, if Tini can do that, and several other players that are at the club or coming in, it should be all right, isn't it? Would you sell Vieira? I wouldn't write him off just yet. If we're still having the same conversation about Fabio Vieira come the end of next season, then inevitably, yes. But again, there's no time to waste. Only 11 players can play, and especially if you're a midfielder slash attacker. But hey, you got to give Arteta a headache, man. Havertz is an Ozil type player. Well, I mean, they can both fall under creativity, man. Is what it is. Declan Rice has never been or ever will be the replacement for Xhaka. I think this is an issue. Declan Rice is a central defensive mid and, and that means he'll take the role part he had. To be fair, I think Declan could do a lot of things. You know, I think long term, by the end of Declan's career is done, maybe in his latter 30s, I think he'll end up being a centre-half. I do want to see him do a bit of that John Stones role that City had going on. I wouldn't quite say an eight, but I think he's got a lot more attacking qualities than he gets to show at West Ham. So it's almost a positive blank canvas. And it's an important move for Declan Rice, matter of fact, really, because he's done great at West Ham, golden boy. But really, you're just shining a team that don't really have stars like that. You know, you look at when Frank Lampard, Joe, uh, Joe Cole, Rio Ferdinand and all them guys there, they all set the foundations at West Ham. Carrick as well. They all did what they needed to do. But it was that move after, you know, to whatever club they went, Chelsea, United, whatever. It was them things that kind of set up 
how they went down in football. So this is one of them. This is probably the most important move of Declan Rice's career. So we're going to have to, assuming this happens, and that just doesn't go for Arsenal, wherever he ends up really and truly, because the price tag is going to be a record for, well, for our club if he does. So we're going to have to see how that develops really and truly, if I'm completely honest with you guys. I mean, boy, I tried to tell for years. People tried to say, oh, you're really all deluded, man. Like, why do you keep rating John Stones? I think I have a video titled, I wish more English defenders defended like John Stones. You could see what you were going to end up being. Madison, instead of Kai, would have made more sense. Been putting up numbers for Leicester season after season. I would have been happy to entertain Madison. And I agree with your statement. But at the same time, without knowing why Arteta wants Havertz, can we really say that? Arteta won't let Havertz rest if he signed. He can't because it needs to work. I mean, I hope Timber, Timber can play in midfield. So it gives us more options and more flexibility and the ability to cope with any injuries. As you've seen, if Jacques, last season, if Jacques Rapate are not there, if Saliba isn't there, if Zinchenko isn't there, if a couple of players are not there, we lose a lot. We need superstars at this stage. We need to go in for Osman. Today's market for strikers is people, overpriced strikers that can't even get 15 goals a season. Having Osman's is still... I want superstars. Who doesn't? But we need the right players, man. You know, if signing poster boys and things was half the job, Man United, Arsenal, and well, you can't say Spurs, we would have wrestled, wrestled City for a couple of these league titles. So it is what it is. For me, Jorginho, El Nene and Xhaka need to cut. I hear that. I hear that. Interesting thoughts, folks. If it happens that Xhaka and Partey stays along with these potential signings, how do we see the season going? Well, I'd imagine a de one of Declan, well, one of Xhaka and Partey probably going to hit the bench and Declan comes in. But if, for instance, if Xhaka and Partey start the season, come May of next year, you'd imagine that they've been slowly, still valued members, but slowly fizzled out sort of thing. I don't know, man. I mean, clearly we're getting Havertz before Rice because there's more willingness from Chelsea to get the move done, essentially. When the transfer window opens, fans worried that our club are too slow and now tons of news are flooding in. Fans should believe we have turned the corner and are now a serious club. Rice, Lavia, Havertz, if Partey and Xhaka leave, we need one more midfielder in. Arsenal should go for Kyle Walker, would love that, but I don't know how much he still loves Spurs. And he's been linked with Bayern Munich and actually rumours around a new contract at City, a bit like Gondouan, not sure on where Arsenal would stand on his priorities. I mean, there's always a chance for Kai Sado, really, to, 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 to sign for Arsenal, but you're reliant on, for some reason, to wake up tomorrow and the Chelsea deal hasn't worked, really. Really. 100% agree. I feel that we need more players in midfield, though. Regardless, if we get rid of Partey, we need more than Lavia. We need to get Zubamendi or Caicedo. We need players that can hit the ground running. I'd agree. Uh, it seems like Xhaka's waiting on the green light, really. You know, I'm sure in an ideal world, if Declan Rice was signed weeks ago, Xhaka would be a Leverkusen player. In hindsight now, obviously, this Rice deal is taking a bit of time. If it is to go through, Partey's now been linked with a move away. So, a lot of moving parts. Would you take Kyle Walker-Peters? Not anymore. If we get Timber now, but if he's welcome, he's welcome to just be a spare part in the team. Walker ain't got no love for Spurs. They were, they were, and rightly so, a stepping stone club for my man. Fair enough. I remember when a reporter asked Sterling who would play in a five in a five aside, then he said Stones as first choice. The reporter laughed, and Sterling, you don't know about Stones, but this is it. You know, when I did them interviews with the Arsenal young players, obviously they weren't saying that on any was the best, but they're saying he's lit in training. 
Sometimes when the professionals are speaking, you're better off just listening. Big up Stringer Bell, what a name. I reckon we'll follow the three, two, four, one with Havarts, Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli in a four. Bro, come back to AFTV. Lol. But, but yeah, how much do you rate Timber out of 10? About a seven, eight. Like him a lot. If Partey and Xhaka stay, those losses that derail last season are less bound to happen. Amen. And you kind of want us to be over-prepared with squad depth. It's like, it's like if I always give the winter example. If, if it's cold outside in this winter, which is not in the United Kingdom, surely you want to have too many jackets or coats or whatever on so that at least if it's too hot, you can take a jacket off. We're going out into the freezing cold with two hoodies and hoping that the, in terms of squad depth and hoping that the weather, the temperature doesn't drop even more, then you're in trouble. Kirill's still in the cup. Are there any experienced players you take in Europe kind of like how Chelsea got Thiago Silva? You've put me on the spot. I'd have to think about that, really. It's a good question. One I can't really answer. If Henri wants to dust off his boots, not that I think he wants to quit that pundancy job anytime soon. You see the flirting that goes on. You could be a striker. You know, the real Vieira is more than welcome to do something if he wants. We'll have to see, man. Transfer market's interesting, as I'm sure you lot would agree. 195 likes. You lot are crazy, people. Appreciate you lot on YouTube have hit the like button. Don't feel left out on Twitch, man. This has been a great conversation with great talking points. No one's right. Nobody's wrong. Only time will tell. Crows for a year. Why not? It's Tony Crows. I think Arsenal needs party for various reasons. Man, if Arsenal sell holding and buy a player to replace him, I'd buy Gurhi. But can you see us spending 50-odd million on Lavia? 100-odd million on Rice? 60 odd million on, on, on Havertz, you know, 35, 40, 50 million on Timber, and then the next 50 million for Gurhi, a man we was linked with before. I'm not too sure. Maybe if there's some outgoings and that, Gurhi's more than welcome. You know, I'm sure my Crystal Palace supporters won't be happy. More than welcome to sign for the Emirates if that's what he wants to do, but can't see it, at least without outgoings. Now, the good thing is, I'm not Arsenal's financial accountant. I don't know how, how we're doing this in it. So, is what it is. We have just paid half the Caicedo deal for this goal shy Havertz thing. Boy, next season is going to be every, very interesting. PL's miles ahead in terms of interest. If we get all those players, I can't see there's any money left for a true number nine. I don't think we're going for one. Carl Walker wants to leave. Why not go get him? Pardon me. He would buff up our defence big time. White goes on the bench and suddenly the quality and depth has grown. He's a leader, a winner, game changer. I'm all for that, man. I mean, you know Holden's going to be here next season, man. Odin's going, Odin's turning off. He's putting his phone in aeroplane mode. He's making sure he goes in for training real early. He's making sure he's not seen and hold. He's seen and heard. He's surviving, man. Cedric might even survive. I'm not expecting Arsenal to do everything in terms of ingoings and outgoings. You know, the priority surely has to be shifting off Pepe and, and the rest of them. Pepe, Cedric, boy, Tavares, Lukonga, we'll see where it goes. I don't think Holden can't be earning as much as, the, as a couple of the names I said. And he seems like Arteta actually likes him. You know, I want the liking, the like for holding respectfully to just be on the pitch, be not be on the pitch. And we're not here to make friends. We're here to win games. What do you think about keeping Balogun and selling Eddie? I think one can go. You know, I'd rather keep Balogun because he's almost like a shiny new toy. Um, but yeah, man, it, who's more likely to be sold for decent money? The man who's probably just signed a new deal, which could reach 100 grand a week, who hasn't got 20 league goals to his name, or the man that's just done that in France. It, the Cancelo thing's gone, man. Took a massive L on Pepe and we'll take massive L's on transfers again. Take a loss time and time again. Like a lot of clubs, you know, not every signing is going to bang. 
We need to sell our dead weight to them Saudi clubs as soon as possible. Get it done, man. Set it up, man. Get it done. Get it done. Don't really care where these players go, but just get it done, man. I'm with you with that. Imagine business end of the Champions League and holding needs to go on to replace someone injured. You don't want to see that. Vieira is a big L. Balogun is a good nine that can do wonders, but if we buy Rice, Kai Havertz, Lavia, there's no, I don't know what you're saying there, but you said part A should be kept. Fair enough. Let's cash in on Pepe. He don't want to be here no more from what I've seen. Peter, I hear that, but you can't cash in on a player nobody wants. Everything has to be up for debate with, with, with Pepe. Ripping up his contract. In an ideal world, you sell him. Someone takes on all his, his wages. You know, considering what we've done with a couple of players, ripping up his contract's got to be a possibility. Maybe paying, you know, 50% of his wages. A loan club takes on the other 50. You get a couple of million on a, in terms of a loan fee. He Fs off a loan for a year and his deal's up next year. Everything's on the table with, with Pepe. He's almost relying on his agent to want to sort out his situation. And it depends how good Arsenal are at hustling because he's not done bad at Nice, but he's hardly pulled up any trees. You know, no, there's been... If anything, I'm not going to lie. You know, Tavares has had a mixed spell at Marseille. Tavares has made more noise as an ignorant, you know, English fan than uh, over there at Marseille, rightly or wrongly, than Pepe at Nice. Obviously, Balogun's been the poster boy of the low knees over there and so on and so forth. It's hell, man. It's a mistake for Arsenal to sell Pepe. Me two days ago, Pepe, uh, Havertz would have flopped me today. Havertz would be a baller. I respect it. Average age of Arsenal next season, probably 23. Mad to think if we had actually challenged how bright the Arsenal's future would be. It's true, man. But that could be naive, really, in the Champions League. You might just be like the Ajax team a couple of years ago when Spurs dumped them out or something like that. I think Smith-Rowe needs a run of games. He needs to earn it, though. But I don't think he'll get that Arsenal. I don't think he can change a game in 20 minutes already. I think you forgetting what a fit Smith-Rowe was. As much as he was starting games week in, week out, how much of a super sub he was. With Partey's departure likely imminent, what are your thoughts about his time at the Emirates? A good player who never really fulfilled his potential. I think, you know, he never... I don't know what happened with the, the, the state of injuries. I don't know if there's lifestyle factors. I think... He's shown his quality, but I think Pepe is good a lot. Of, I mean, Partey, apologies, is good a lot of the times. And like last season, there's a handful, probably about five games. Spurs was one of them um, where he really plays to that next level, like really plays great. Like he's good a lot of the time and he's not really great, but I would keep him. If Altea's got a plan, he's going to show me another number six to go with Declan Rice. I'm for it, but... And I am warming up more to the idea of letting Partey depart. And I do think we need, as I've always said, we need to find them long-term replacements. But I will keep him, especially the Champions League. Feel sorry for Ainsley. I don't. Well, I do from an Arsenal point of view, but we should have been getting 20 million for that long time. You make sense all the time, DG. Never miss your show. Richard, I appreciate that. I'm not too sure for that, but I appreciate that, man. And I appreciate your support. Need to start some comps for the Deadwood, get it done. What about Onana from Everton? I mean, we were linked with him when he was at Lille, so there's got to be something there. Seems like he could go, another one that could go Chelsea. I mean, I think we've actually been linked with him again, you know. I say we loan out Smith-Rowe and Vieira. I mean, to get game time, why not? But I'm keeping, I'm definitely keeping Smith-Rowe. There's no justification to let Partey go at all. I mean, I wouldn't let him go, but it's silly to suggest that. Five out of ten due to injury and not being decisive in the big moments. Partey deserves a lot of respect. His injury cost Arsenal top four season before last. Fair enough. But again, is it Ars is it him, his injury, or Arsenal just not being prepared, man? 
Is there any truth about our club about to put Eddie on the market? I don't think Eddie's on the market. I think Eddie's available. And what I mean by that is the club won't actively try to sell him, Tierney, maybe even Smithrow. Balligan's kind of forced his hand with wanting to kind of leave. Part, uh, Charlie Patton, all the same. But if offers come, they'll entertain them. Everyone's got a price. Granite Jakov get thrown into there. If Partey goes, who out of Lavia, Simmons and Caicedo or others would you like to come in? I would like Zubamendi, even though he's slightly different to Partey, but focus on the names you said. Big fan of Lavia, big fan of Simmons. But I'd say Caicedo first, Lavia second, Simmons first, only because Simmons is the least like, least kind of similar to Partey in that regard. How would Kai fit at Arsenal? I'm waiting to see, man. I guess we'll be watching preseason closely. I like the way you read all the comments like you're talking to the peeps. Good channel. i got to go. I subbed. Appreciate that. I mean, you lot make the platform. When I go live, it makes sense to speak with you lot, really. That's the whole point. But I appreciate that. I think Balogun will play himself into the squad. True, but again, if you've got, you know, assuming everybody's fit now, yeah? If you've got... And again, only 11 players can, can play and only a certain amount can be on the bench. So assuming everybody's fit now, right, people? I don't whether you want to put these guys in the starting 11 or on the bench, that's your business. But off the top of my head, Nelson, Enketia, Balogun for this example, Martinelli, Trossard, Saka, Nelson, Havertz into that mix now, yeah? You know, and then throwing it in there, you've got Smith Rowe, you've got, you've got Odegaard, you've got all of these attacking players. So whether you're a striker or a winger or a 10, Fabio Vieira, if I didn't make clear, it all correlates. And only a certain amount of you can get games, play consistently and be on the bench, really. From a selfish point of view, I'd like to keep Balogun, but if he doesn't play as much, you might hurt his stock. And in a couple of years, we might be here again with Balogun. You know, not every Haylander is going to make it. The better we get as a squad, the more difficult it's going to be. You know, Joe Willock... Do you know what? Joe Willock and Nelson were on the scene a lot better, a lot quicker. But had Arsenal have not gone through the barren years where we had to really strip things back, I think Saka would have made it. Because Saka, I just think you're one, you're one of them guys, isn't it? But we don't know if Saka, if Smithrow would have got to play consistently. Obviously, we're a better team now with better players and whatnot. There's less chances for young players, rightly or wrongly. The first thing Arteta's got to do is get three points and get his job. I know fans want it all the way. They want you to have consistency in your lineup but they also want everyone to get equal game time they want to be competitive but they want every young player to get game time and half the fans that waffle for these young players to play not all but half of them that waffle if they're a young centre-back and they make a silly mistake if they're a striker and they miss it and they miss an open chance they're the first to turn on them Fort Partey around March was the best at his position, perhaps challenging Rodri. The issue was losing Saliba sometimes shanked up Arsenal squad we need a defender that is reliable backup I hear that I don't know about Musa Sissoko, my brother. DG, do you think it's jealousy that rival fans are peed at Chelsea or just frustration at the club spending unlimited amounts only to use loopholes to then sell some of those players they just purchased? I mean, I'm not one for jealousy. You'd have to ask. I'm only focused on my club. But naturally, you know, football fans are going to get jealous if a club is doing stuff that you want your club to do, if that's that. Do we know what we're doing with Balogun yet? I can't see how him, Eddie and Jesus can fit in together. Even hate to the previous example, Jesus as well. I knew I forgot someone. So not everybody can make it here, really. I want Balogun to badly stay, but if selling him is a means to then to reinvest, psh, I'd, I'd prefer to win trophies. But I've got to remember, it's still early. Players haven't reported for pre-season. You'd imagine agents and advisors and, and the players are speaking with their, their managers, but they're probably waiting for the market to, one, get really active, probably trying to impress in pre-season and probably trying to have 
the first honest conversation with their managers. You know, for someone like Balogun, it's been a whirlwind of a season. You're playing near enough game in, game out for Reims. You've got 20-odd league goals. You've been capped by America. You've played a lot of games. Probably time for a lot of players to just recharge for a sec. And then in the next week or so, as we get into July and obviously August, where the season is back upon us, you get where I'm going with it, people. So it, it'll be an interesting one. Yo, my guy. I mean, you have to assume players want, you know, the Saudi Arabian clubs want half of our players, my guy, which I hope they do, but who's really attractive to them past a certain point? We need to be lying that Pepe, Tavares and Lokonga are the best in the world, but yeah, man. With that being said, though, people, we've been here for an hour and 23 minutes. I appreciate you lot for giving up your time. I appreciate your talking points. Anyone who smashed the like button, following on Twitch and kick one love. Again, you lot make it what it is. You know, it's definitely enjoyable to talk about these talking points with you. Obviously, segments of this live stream will be cut up on YouTube. I've obviously continuously dropped videos on YouTube, so check out the rest of them. Twitch gang, my football manager heads, we're going to be playing football manager at 4.30. That's why I'm stopping this now. I'm just conscious of time. You lot stay safe, stay blessed. One love for tuning in. Hope you lot remain healthy and where your goals, personal hopes, dreams, aspirations, all of that good stuff. I hope you and your loved ones have the best of luck with such, man. I'm out. I'll see you lot all soon, man.